Join me for a very special episode of The Watering Wolf. This is a unique... I'm going to stop that voice. Uh, this is your episode. This is your episode. Uh, you are featured here. You will hear yourself. If we talked on the phone, you will hear yourself either this week or next week. I broke the. I broke it up into two subjects because you know why? I had over four hours of audio of of talking to you guys on the phone. This was this was quite a day that I had. It was it, it really was dedicated to y'all. I, I so much, so much enjoyed talking to to everyone that I talked to, and uh, I just am overjoyed at how uh, intelligent and thoughtful all of you are. Uh, it makes me feel good to to be transmitting my wavelengths to you. So this is the uh, Valentine's wrap-up, Valentine's Day wrap-up, you know, where, where uh, we kind of talk, we talk about love and that and all that. We, we veer into other subjects, uh, related subjects, uh, you know, how we do on this show. It's, it's anything goes, right? This is not, there's no strict format, but, but basically in anything that, that uh, Valentine's Day dredges up sort of, we, 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 we get into uh, and there, you guys had some really good thoughts, and there's some trending going on in these thoughts, which makes me think uh, that it's truth. It is slowly beginning to uh, warm up here. It's not thawed out, though. That icy rain, that thick ice on the ground here from that night that Serengeti and I went to Jack Ruby's steakhouse and had the surf and turf downtown that icy rain from that night is still on the ground that was a couple weeks ago it's still thick on the ground and uh i think three two or three snowfalls uh have joined it and they still none of this is 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 going but i'm told that uh, it's going to warm up soon and we're going to thaw out Next thing you know, you're going to start to hear the, the, the uh, singing of birds. And you're going to start to see the little, little green shoots appear. Beautiful springtime Cincinnati. Uh, we're going to be going out to the park. We're going to be playing some frisbee, having some grill outs. Next thing you know, playing a little bit of croquet. Yeah, we're, we class that. I know we're all very much looking forward to that. And uh, that's, that's the time of love, too, right? I think winter's a better time for it. It's better to hunker down with someone in the winter 
uh, though I've never experienced that. But I do have a preemptive nostalgia about that, you know, a warm feeling uh, in thinking about the possibility of that happening in the future. (sighs) I feel fine, you know, being uh, a single man. I I go on my dates. I hang out with my friends. It's all good. Let me know if you like this because I, I don't have to cut those ones up for tomorrow for next week and put those up. If if uh, you know if it's too much, if you if you're kind of like over it, uh, we don't have to do that. We did have our conversations and it was great, and I enjoyed meeting you all. We don't have to use the audio. That's how I feel. I'm not precious about this stuff. Let me know, please, uh, at uh, the Wandering Wolf Podcast at Gmail dot com. Uh, give me give me your thoughts on that now. Uh, also, please, please uh, keep donating to the podcast. Uh, it's very, very helpful, very helpful for my life. Uh, and um, I, I, those of you that have been, I, I, I am so appreciative. You are very, very kind, very kind. Uh, and you can do that on PayPal using the email, thewanderingwolfpodcast at gmail.com. And at some point, I'll figure out how to do a, uh, you know, like a donate button that, that uh, you know, you can do like an ongoing payment every week or something like that. I'll figure that out. But uh, for now, y- you'll have to do a little bit of extra work if you want. Okay, well, uh, I-, I-, I suppose we might as well get into this. I feel like there's so many more things to talk about, but I don't really know what they are. I'm trying to I- – the one thing is that I'm trying to uh, – get out and do some solo shows uh, to make a little money, go out and and, uh, travel a little, get some more podcasts. Uh, So I'm trying to get out to some different places. Uh, If you're interested in that, you know, you can contact uh, Eric at unclebooking.com. That's E-R-I-K at unclebooking.com. He's my booking agent. If if you're like a, a promoter. I'm looking forward to that sort of thing. And we're doing a few Y shows here and there. Uh, we're, we're doing a, a Milwaukee, Wisconsin show on March 1st. We're doing a little run through the Midwest in early April. I think we're doing something in May. Anyway, uh, yeah, so keep an eye out for that. You can look, look for that on uh, whywithaquestionmark.com. That's all spelled out. All right, let's let's move into this con. I believe not conversations. It's conversations, many many conversations. Uh, let's move into these. They're they're very interesting. You very thoughtful, uh, and I think uh, those of you who who didn't call in uh, are going to enjoy it. Now, I, 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 if 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 you guys like this format, we could do this sort of quarterly or something. We could do it like uh, every once every season, and this would be our winter one. Uh, if if it's in, if it's of interest to you guys, I did enjoy it, and we could find out even a different way to do it. We could even try to do it live. If one of you is a tech uh, uh, wizard genius uh, and wants to figure out a way that we can do this sort of thing live, uh, where you would call in actually, and I would just take call after call for for a couple hours, uh, I would that would be awesome. That would be awesome. Uh, okay. But let's get into it for now, and we'll figure all that stuff out uh, later. Let's focus on the present moment. 
Hey, is this Christina? This is. How's it going? How are, this is Yoni Wolf. Hey, what's up? So, uh, what, what, uh, what do you want to talk about? Dude, I, yeah, I went through a harsh, I don't even know if you would even call it a breakup, uh, last summer where I dated a guy for like four years and, um, then he just stopped talking to me. Just, I asked him a question and then he just never replied. What, what do you mean, over text? That you only had it, yeah. so when you say, when you say you were going out with him for four years, it was on text? Oh, no, we were like, like I had, so I'm 22. Uh-huh. And so I graduated high school four years ago. Okay. So I we had been dating since high school. And so it's kind of like we kind of ventured into adulthood together. It was like a thing. We were super close, kind of basically living together. Um, and then towards the end, it got, I mean, I, I, thought you could, I guess you could say I saw it coming, but I didn't see it coming so shitty. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and then, like, we were supposed to go lunch. And I said, hey, I'm here. And he said, oh, shit, I forgot. And I said, dang it. Well, we'll replay for next time. And he said, sounds great. And then, um, like, I said something else. I don't even remember. And then he never replied. So ever since then, I've been, like, kind of on this adventure. Uh, wait, wait, wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. <laughs> did you call him? Did you Did you go over yeah. to his house? No. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so then I called him. When I, I mean, I called him like five times, six times in a row. Uh, he lives like 45 minutes away from where I live. Uh-huh. So um, he lives in a subtown close to where I live. So I drove to his house a couple of times, but I mean, it's kind of a stretch just to go out there. I don't know if he's going to be there. He lives super far away kind of thing. So I drove out there, and then um, I didn't know if I should feel crazy. You know how, like... I don't know. I, I felt like I, I should feel crazy if you're texting, calling, going out there so many times without hearing anything. But at the same time, like, hi, we've been we've been together for so long. I feel not weird about invading your privacy like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. You've been so, with him for four years. Right? Right? Okay. So then, so then after all this happens, after I'm, you know, texting him, calling him, all this shit, whatever, then... I started hearing from all of our mutual friends, which we're bound to have since we graduated high school, whatever, all together. And everyone's like, yeah, well, apparently he's kind of saying that you turned crazy and you won't leave him alone and that you're not, you know, you're not being respectful of his privacy and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, well. I mean, that's kind of really shitty for someone to do. But he never gave you a Um, statement. He never gave you a statement as if to say, well let's call it off or anything or like give me some space or nothing? Literally, this is this is what happened. So stop talking 100%. So I just stopped trying to reply and stopped trying to communicate with him. And then um, he deleted me on social media, all social medias, blocked me on a lot of stuff. Um, kind of made, like, I started questioning my sanity at that point because I was like, am I crazy? Am I really this crazy person who won't leave them alone? Or did they just, like, he just cut me out of his life? Um, then he didn't talk to me for, um, so this happened in July. He didn't talk to me until October um, when I, I called him when I was really drunk. And, um, he answered 
which was crazy because this whole time I've been trying to contact him and then I stopped trying and then all of a sudden I try again and he's like, hey, what's up? What's going on? And we talked for a little bit and I was, I was like, what the fuck? Like, why are you so shitty all of a sudden? Mm-hmm. Kind of thing. And um, he's like, well, I mean, there was no, I know that what I did was wrong and I'm sorry that I hurt you, but there's never really a good way to break up with someone. And that's the only way that I could have seen how to do it. So that was his way of breaking up with you was just cutting, just stopping communication. Yes. Yes. Coward. Sounds like a coward to me. Sorry. Sorry. I had, I had to do the, uh, that was my uh, Conan the Barbarian. Um, That was a great. That was a great cousin of our Well, he sounds like an asshole, and, and it, it sounds like you're better off without him. Oh, oh, I am. I, I see people like him. Like, I see people that remind me of him, and I just kind of, like, shake my head and think, like, damn, I'm so happy. Like, I'm so happy in my life right now. And I feel like, I don't know, like, I kind of got the better end of the stick just because I feel, which I, I, mean, I feel like in life, I kind of always get the shit end of the stick, generally. Mm-hmm. Um. But in this time, like, we had a whole bunch of mutual friends. We hung out with all these different couple friends, whatever. So then now, like, I'm still friends with all of them. But he is not, which makes me feel like the cool, like, I feel like I kind of won. If that makes, if that's, yeah, I don't that's know how great. that sounds. But Good. I feel like I, I kind of won the breakup, if you will. Mm-hmm. There's always a winner. Yeah, right? There's always and a loser. I, I, cut all, I had, like super, super long, crazy hair, and I cut all my hair off. Um, now I have, like, a pixie haircut, and I feel, and, like, then I lost, like, 40 pounds. Like, it was just, like, this great thing that happened to me, and I feel, like, super awesome now. Purge and reemerge. Yeah, yeah, it's like I hatch. That's good, that's good. All right, well, look, Christina, I'm sorry to say, but I, I got to go. I, I got 30 other people to call. That I like that story, and I, and I like there's an empowering quality to it. And uh, it sounds like you're in a good space. Yeah, I'm in the perfect spot. Hello? How, did I wake you up? I woke you up. No, no. Well, you kind of did, but I was kind of awake. So. Where, where, where are you? Are you on the West Coast? I live in Oklahoma. Oh, Oklahoma. Okay. Yeah. So, let's talk. You want to talk turkey? I want to talk about love and Valentine's Day. Great. I think that love is not even real. How do you um, mean by that? I don't know. I kind of like, and I'm not saying that I've never been in love because I guess I could argue that I have. But the best way that I can explain the way that I think love is, is like, have you seen 500 Days of Summer? Yes. Like that movie. Well, like that's I see everything summer. that Zoe's in. <laughs> yeah well like you know at the end where he's like he looks back and everything that he thought was like so great that was like going on with him in reality it like wasn't that great all those moments like he thought were like so nice and so great like truly wasn't that nice to him like I don't know at the record store and he's like my favorite thing and she just like looks away and she's like oh wait like this wasn't really that great. Right. So, I don't know. I just feel like, since I kind of, like, I'm in college, so I study, like, science. How old are you? And I'm 21. 21. Yeah. I'm pretty cynical about it. Like, 
I just think it makes people crazy. And, like, I don't know. I just don't believe, like, that's worth it to be in love. What, like, do you, do you, do you, what, do you want to just be alone the rest of your life? I don't want to be alone, but I don't really like people. Like, I would like to be with someone, ideally, but I just, I live in Oklahoma, and everyone here just, like, all my people my age that I went to high school with, they're, like, already married. And, like, have kids. Right. And, like, that's, like, their goal. Like, they just, like, that's, like, that's the biggest thing they want to do with their life. Their idea of love is, like, okay, I love someone. I get married, you know, and have babies. And then, like, I'll stay here and be, like, a care specialist or something. And, like. Sure. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. But, yeah, that's maybe not the life you want. What is the life that you want? You want to be rich and famous? No. I mean, I, ideally, I would like to be, like, a doctor or, like, a speech pathologist. I don't want to live in Oklahoma. Like, I want to move out of here. I just don't know about the idea of marriage, I guess. And You're young yet, Kayla. You know, you never know. You never know when that bug is going to strike, and you can't really affect it. You don't, But you don't feel like you've ever felt. You say you, you think you may have been in love before, but you don't really know you probably haven't if you well, don't i mean i i thought i was because i was in a relationship for two years uh-huh. and then like i kind of like had like the realization like in 500 days of summer like i looked back and i was like okay like maybe i wasn't even in love like the I, look look the idea of that a whole the whole idea of love anyways it's a soft science it's not there's not like i was or i wasn't it's like you know you have good feelings about somebody right and then you 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 uh, i think it it has to do with with the, also the way you feel about yourself and your connection to the world in general not just like this person but i think it it also is just like your your relationship or your openness to the world in some ways, right? I, that's that's what I think. That's true. I don't know. Honestly, I would be open to that. I would like, you know, like her. Like I would, I would be totally fine with being in love with like an operating. This is all your all your information comes from these these sappy movies, though. Don't get me wrong. I love I I, I Five Hundred Days of Summer was good, and I loved her, but. Uh, you know, I mean, I think real life has its own flavor that that uh, is is less compartmentalized into uh, you know like a, a sort of some sort of consolidated uh, idea that makes you cry at the end. You know, I mean, I guess for me, a lot of those movies like shape how I feel like love is supposed to be. No, I hear you. I I, I do the same thing. I do the same thing. I mean, I'm really young, so maybe it will get better, but I just, I'm just too cynical for it, almost. I, I hear you, and I feel the same way. I think that, you know, my, my cynicism maybe is, is probably deeper and more callous, but I'm probably more hopeful deep down underneath. You, you have a thin layer, probably, a shell of cynicism um, that you think is impenetrable, but my guess would be that you'll meet a guy or a girl, I don't know, at some point, and that, that'll that all just fall away very easily. Uh, and you'll be like, oh, that's how it feels. You know what I mean? Like, as opposed to, like, trying to imagine how it feels based on Hollywood's ideas, you know, about it. Though I think both of those movies, especially her, 
had for me I, it touched a chord, you know. Yeah, but, but um, for sure. Yeah. Hey, Yoni. Uh, where, where am I? Where am I uh, calling you at? Where you live? Where you at? Uh, I'm at, I'm in Clemson, South Carolina. Okay. I'm currently a student at Clemson University. What do you want to talk about? Well, love is very very important to me, and I would say part of the reason that I think I relate to uh, your music so well is um, that a lot of it is it, sort of self analysis and, and self critique in a way and as a means to understand myself or understand yourself, I suppose. Uh, at least that's the way I interpret it. I've kind of recently had to change a little bit of a change in philosophy and in my outlook. Okay. Um, I'm really trying to focus on, on love and positive thinking and hope um, in my life. Uh, and really, really appreciate the love that I do have in my life. And whenever, whenever the world, the universe is ready to award me with more love than it, I suppose it will. How did this this change in outlook come about, and what what was your uh, former outlook? You know, I'm not entirely sure. It, what, what caused it? This is this is fairly recent. Um, just happened over Christmas. I was with one of my good friends that lives in Charleston, South Carolina. Uh, we were pretty good friends growing up throughout high school, and we sort of met back up and caught up, and had a really great time, and, and pretty much stayed up all night just chatting and, and hanging out and stuff. And, uh, were you and that and and after that night you felt a switch in yourself? Yeah, yeah. I guess I felt uh, that, that I was being pretty stupid about a lot of things in my life that I, I didn't necessarily like. Um, just dwelling on things that weren't really all that important, and I, you know, I guess focus. I, I I'm trying to focus more on the love that I get from my family and mm-hmm. uh, my friends that I have around, and rather than longing for things that I don't have right now right um, had you been had you been like pining after a, 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 a someone you know romantically or something and you gave up on it <laughs> yeah and it was it was really stupid because i don't even really know the person it's, it's a total like crushed scenario where i've been putting them up on this pedestal what i think they could be to me um, uh-huh and it's, I'm not necessarily over it, like I'm not going to speak to them anymore, but I'm not going to let it affect my day. Right. I'm in school working, a full-time job right. at a restaurant as well. So if, if I'm letting that affect my mood whatsoever or really even letting it factor into my day at all, uh, it's really going to mess me up. Have you tried to tell this person? They, they knew that I wanted to date them, and I was in kind of a weird place in my life before this philosophy shift. And when I first started talking to them, I wanted, uh, I, I guess I had something to prove to myself to ask this person, uh, on a date. And I don't know, I think that's kind of, it's kind of odd for people my age these days, specifically to, to, trying to date somebody before you even know them. It's, it's, um, it's, it's odd to, to go balls out and ask someone out. You mean? Yeah. Uh, it, like, I mean, it, just when you don't know anything about them, it's almost like having, you're having expectations for somebody that you don't even really, that you don't even really know. So how can you have expectations for somebody that's not even a friend yet that you have absolutely no idea who they are? But you just have a physical attraction to them. Right. But how, how do you, can we stay soft? Can we stop saying them? Is it a boy or a girl? Uh, it's a girl. Okay. Her. But how how can you know if you'll have feelings for her unless you do ask her for a date? I think that's fine. I think that's fine. I mean, or if right. you know if you'll like her as a friend or whatever. 
I mean, you don't, it doesn't have to be the date. You don't have to take her to a fucking candlelit dinner. You know what I mean? Like you can just, just go on a little walk around campus or whatever and just say, Hey, I want to get to know you. Um, yeah. You know, but that didn't, that didn't work out. That didn't pan out. Right. But you um, did, you I, did I, man I, up. You did man up and ask her out though. Yeah. Um, I agree with you that it shouldn't be weird, but I think a lot of the times it sort of comes off as this like, like she might have been thinking I don't even know this guy why first of all why are you talking to me right now and what are your intentions and I'll admit I did I did sort of go into it with the intention of maybe wanting to be with this person if I knew that if I figured out that I liked them right um, whereas now my intentions are I don't really have any intentions if, if this person talks to me then I'm going to talk to them back and I'll enjoy any time that I spend with them, but other than that, it's just sort of going with the flow. That's the only way for it to work out. Women, women can smell uh, any kind of desperation or any kind of uh, they, they from a distance. You know, they smell that. So, I mean, yeah, I think I think uh, the best way to go about it is to just yeah, like you're like you're saying, be be thankful for uh, for everything you have, and uh, just be 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 satisfied with with your life. And if anything else comes along, accept it graciously. I think that's beautiful. Yeah. I think I think you figured it out way more than I have, and you're you're like 21 or something. That's great. Yeah. Hello. Hi, Heather. This is Yoni Wolf. How's it going? Where 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 are you at? I'm in Jacksonville. Jacksonville, Florida. Good, good. Yeah. What what kind of job is it that you do? I'm a baker. Baker. Oh, that's awesome. Actually, a head chef. <laughs> uh, for what desserts you mean, or like dessert chef? Or? Yeah, I work at a cupcake shop. Okay, that's badass. That's badass. Yeah, it's pretty fun. <laughs> we have been talking about love or, or anything that Valentine's Day dredges up. Uh, oh man, that's a horrible holiday. Okay. Valentine's Day just at a cupcake shop is the absolute worst day of the entire year because it's slammed. Yeah, I made like. 7,000 cupcakes yesterday. Do you get paid per <laughs> cupcake or you get paid a salary? Salary, unfortunately, so you, per cupcake would be awesome. Do, do you have a, a significant other or, or was it a uh, solo Valentine's I, Day? I do. Uh, yeah, he's actually my assistant chef. Oh, wow. How does that work out? What's the dynamic? Uh, it's pretty cool. It's 50-50. I let him do a lot of the, like, making batters and I'll just do all the pretty decorating parts. And that, that works out. And, and and did you start dating because you were working together? Yeah, we actually met at uh, Panera when we were baking there. They yeah. bake at Panera? Don't they just par-bake? Yeah. Or we call it faking or ego-waffle yeah. baking. Yeah, exactly. Do you have thoughts on the subject of love? Is this your first love? Or are you in love? Or are you just dating someone? Or, uh, you know, how? Um, I definitely think it is love. Based on what? Just, I don't know. Everything else, uh, every other relationship I think I've been in has just been so habitual, in a sense. Or I just mm-hmm. grew so accustomed to it. Like, I've only ever been in, like, really long-term relationships. What's long-term? How that. long? Uh, three years, four mm-hmm. years. Mm-hmm. And I usually end up changing or, like, doing things like they would want. Just not good stuff. It's not like that anymore. This one, you guys share, obviously, that common interest. Do you share a lot of other common interests? 
pretty much everything <laughs> that's and, cool. And is that what makes it feel different, is just having the same common interests? I think so, because it's, like, it's always fun. Like, it's never stressful or, like, I have to try to do anything. It's just, okay, let's play video games now is that enough? Is that enough to build a and you have an attraction towards each other, obviously? Yeah. And that's enough. Mm-hmm. To build a life on and and everything else you build out of common experience. Yeah. Yeah, and sort of build up from there. That's beautiful. That sounds really nice. That's all it does. It sounds really nice. Um how how old are you? 26. 26. Okay. Yeah, this yeah. could last. I think this could last. I, I feel so. I feel good about this one. Thank you. That makes me feel even more confident. It sounds like it sounds like you have enough. How how long has it been going so far? Three years, almost four. You've been with them three or four years. Okay. Yeah. This is it. Yeah. This is it. I mean, I I don't I don't know. I don't know the particulars. I've never met him. <laughs> I've never met you. But but uh, I, I sounds sounds like it could work. I'm not actually really confident. There's no doubt. Actually. <laughs> All right. Do I hear wedding bells? That would be cool. He's got to. Do you want him to ask? Does he have to ask? Are you traditionalist? I'm not very traditional in that sense. Like I don't really. I don't even think a wedding would be cool. I think just the reception part would be fun. Uh huh. Uh huh. Well, cool. Anything else uh, that you want to discuss about it? I don't know. Is there anything you wanted to discuss? I know you have a. Seem to have a particular problem with Valentine's Day. Not problem, but no, just I'm, like. I'm fine with it. I make my snarky remarks, you know, but actually I'm okay. I'm okay. You know, I, I, I'm solo, but I, I, I hang out with women from time to time, and uh, that's nice. I maybe have troubles going deeper into a thing, or maybe I don't want to exactly. I'm not exactly sure. Part of me thinks that I want to, but I never seem to put forth the effort. To make to make it work, you know, or maybe I just haven't met the right person that makes me want to put I forth think that effort. Probably that not right meeting the right person. You think that's probably what it is? Yeah, because I feel like I've been in like relationships where I thought it was something, and then in retrospect, now I can tell that it's nothing because there's something between us. Me and my current boyfriend. Yeah, <laughs> there's something between you and your ter- current boyfriend that you realize is different than those other guys. Yeah, like it feels so different, like completely different. Okay. How did you how did you know when did you know? Or when did you mm-hmm. feel it? Or did it just or did it start very small and grow? I think it started very small and grew. <sighs> so that says that it, it could almost be anyone and then you develop it, grow it, grow a yeah. seed, grow a seed into a sprout. And a sprout yeah. into a uh, stem, and then the stem f- flowers, and then the flower dies and falls into the soil. No, I'm just. I'm and then it's silver. Exactly. No, no, that's exactly. totally necessary. Exactly. Totally necessary. Good. good. <laughs> All right. Well, well, I, I think that I've I've gained some insight into uh, into happy people a little bit. Hello, Joseph Angelini. Hello. Six oh three. Where's that at? Um, I'm from New Hampshire, but I'm in Burlington right now, actually, Vermont. Bur- Burlington, Vermont sounds like a wonderful place, right? Oh, it's a great time, yeah. Yeah. Uh, having a, a good weekend away. Fucking what? Fish? Ben and Jerry's? Wow. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. New Hampshire's doesn't sound bad either. 
What do you want to uh, What do you want to discuss? Yeah, I mean Valentine's Day. I guess uh, I didn't go see uh, her alone, but I went to uh, I went to a show by myself last night. Oh, you okay? I don't know. I mean, it was a great show, but I was uh, you know sort of sitting there, and I have this sort of deal where every time I sort of go to a smaller show, I'll see you know sort of a chick across the room, sort of get uh, you know a little obsessed. And uh, would it be fair to say? Every other place I go, every other video, I see the same. Oh, oh. Go, go on. I just, that's what came to mind when you said that. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I see girls lying me and, you know, sort of eye them back. But that's as far as it ever really goes in my head. I never have the sort of, you know, I guess balls to just do something about it. And then I just get upset about that. But, you just you so you'll you'll kind of and you'll you'll like think about it later like why didn't I do that? Yeah, yeah, that sort of thing. You know, just like regret about it, and then I'll you know you know go write something about it, a little, little poem or whatever. But uh, yeah, I don't know, man. How how, how old are you? Twenty uh, two. Twenty two. Or I'll I'll be twenty two really shortly. You know, I I do have to say that that uh, you know, as you get older and kind of come into yourself more. And I don't mean come into yourself sexually, but as you yeah. as you come into your own <laughs> more as a person, um, you 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 start to not really be. At least this is my experience that I've yeah. I've been less, you know, afraid to uh, to say anything to anyone. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like. I, I mean, I, I mean, look, believe me, if a girl, if I'm like super attracted to a girl, I get nervous. I get nervous. Mm-hmm. But generally, I, I can I can maneuver in those situations. I, I And that's really just come over years. I was petrified when I was younger. Right. Yeah. I, I remember you saying something on the podcast how, uh, you know, you're a super shy kid, stuff like that. And it's sort of going the opposite way. Yes. It's really weird. I feel like when I was younger... I was the opposite. I was extremely extroverted and over the years sort of growing the other way. You've started to sort of realize what's out there and then recoil a bit. Yeah, sort of receding, getting, you know, more introverted in a way. And it's weird. I don't know. Uh, I don't know what's up with that, but, yeah. Just here, here's what I try to kind of think about. And I don't mean this to be, this is not an advice column necessarily, but, <laughs> but uh, you know, I can relate. To, to you and uh you know i i think it's good to realize that you know you only have this one life and yeah and and it's and you know just one meeting or whatever it really is not that big a deal you know that kind of thing and you're, and you're gonna die at some point i always try to keep that in my head like so in, in the face yeah. of that you know how big a deal is like just going up to this girl and saying hey how's it going you know what's your what's your yeah. name whatever you know um yeah yeah that's something I do, but yeah, I, I say just go for it. Like it really can't hurt, you know. And it, and it's yeah. like jumping into a pool. That's really what you got to realize. It's it, it's like exactly. That's a good yeah. You know, it only it only stings for a minute. It's only cold for a second. You know. Yep. <laughs> unless unless she's just cold forever, and then then there's that. Yeah. Have you have you ever had long term girlfriends? I have. Yeah. Um. I'd say two of them. One was for two years. The other one was uh, eight months or so. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, the two years, one was in high school. Mm-hmm. So it was a little while ago, and 
you know, when I was in college, but I guess sort of segueing into the privacy thing, it's like, I don't know how much I want to say, I, you know, I, I doubt that they'll be listening or something like that, but you know, just in that case, it's a little weird, I guess, for them to hear that I, you know, still, still talk about them. Still. In regards to who? Your ex-girlfriend? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Do you have things that you want to discuss? I don't know. <laughs> it's a, sort of a tricky subject, I guess. I mean, I guess I could, but there's this dichotomy between, you know, what you, what you want and then, I guess, what you don't want to be heard, but which, which sort of goes for that thing you were talking about with um, the podcast with Liz, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. It's hard to know. It's hard to know, you know, and I, I, yeah. I, I tend to, uh, I, I never really pay too much regard for it, and and uh, maybe maybe I should, you know. Um, exactly, because like I, I don't mind personally things being spilled, but other people, they, you know, you got to watch out for that. Exactly. Hello. Hi. Uh, may I speak to Ali Esther? Yeah, that's me. That's you. Okay, great, great. Um, is that how, am I saying your name right? It's, uh, Alistair, like, uh, Alistair Crowley. Just Alistair. Okay. But it's, but it has the yeah. I in there. Uh, what, what, what do you got going on? You, do you have a significant other? How was your Valentine's day? No, um, I've actually been single for about, um, three years, I guess. Um, but I was in the hospital about two years ago for the majority of, uh, the year I was in a car wreck, but, um, Oh no. Yeah. I, I technically died. <laughs> Sheesh. And did, is that, why, why do you bring that up in relate in relation to love? You think? Um, yeah, it's kind of changed how I see everything. Like everything looks and sounds different now. It's pretty weird. In what uh, way? People look, people look different. Like, um, I really notice people's eye color and pattern now. Um, like even my parents, like I, they look different. It's, it's really kind of hard to explain, but. Like, do you um, think, do you think you're noticing more? Yeah, probably. Um, I, I just pick up on a lot more details. Uh, my brain actually rotated my head. Okay. Which is, uh, uh, a technically traumatic brain injury. Uh-huh. Um, so my brain basically had to like redo bunch of connections. Like I didn't have a short term memory um, for some time. And they said it could take like two years for that to complete uh, reconnecting. And then, but it'll be probably two years um, uh, next couple of weeks, maybe this week. I don't know the exact date. But um, yeah, it was, it was kind of weird. And like music sounds completely different now. Um, and it's kind of changed how I see people and pretty much everything. Do you like things better now or worse? Do things have more luster or lack or lackluster now? I think everything is just kind of like more real, I guess would be one way to say it. But um, it seems like I had kind of like a fog. Uh-huh. Um, like I was missing a bunch of details and now everything is kind of like more in focus. So the accident pulled you out of the fog in a way. Yeah, I, I would say that. Interesting. Yeah. But you, but you have trouble r- relating romantically 
after the accident because of what? Just having been in the hospital so long and... Um, probably more to do with, like, my outlook on life. Um, I'm pretty much a nihilist. Like, I don't think anything has an inherent purpose. You just kind of have to do it yourself. And I'm, I'm not entirely sure anything is actually real or exists. Um, a lot of people kind of have a hard time comprehending, I guess. Um, it, it, it kind of goes back to the brain and the vat argument. I don't know if you're familiar with that, but what argument? Um, a brain and a brain and a vat. Like you could just be a brain and a vat right. hooked up to a machine. You'd have no idea if anything was, you know, real or anything. Well, yeah, I mean, but I, I, I would say that. Uh... We sort of are that. We're just a brain in a different kind of machine made out of flesh and blood and bones and stuff like that. You know, I mean, there's there are many levels, I think, to reality, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, whenever I was um, technically dead, um, I, I, I don't remember anything. I, don't, I didn't experience anything, no visions or uh, out-of-body type of things, but uh, that probably has a lot to do with how I view um my uh, my world philosophy, but um. but philosophy is one thing. I, and I, I I hear you, and I and, and it sounds like you were changed dramatically uh, from mm-hmm. f- from the accident and the experience of of you know recovery. Uh, but has that affected your? I mean, do you have a sex drive? Like you know, I mean, I think it go, it goes more into just like a, the primal brain. Uh, you know, has it affected that? Like you know, like. You, do you see a woman or a man? I don't know what your preference is, but you know, and, and do you do you get a feeling like just like a it's just that primal urge? You know, what I mean, that's for me. That's what happens. You know. Um. It yeah. Sometimes it, it just kind of depends. Um. I, I would say my my sex drive is probably about average, maybe a little bit below. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But. Yeah, I still definitely get those urges for sure. Okay, okay. <laughs> but you, but you decide not to act because of a philosophy, in a way. More, more or less. Um, I mean, if I need to, I'll take care of that um, by myself. Sure. Um, I mean, I, I've been on one date in the past three years, and uh-huh. I, I don't. I don't really try that hard, but I don't really care either. Be, because you don't feel like, you know, being in a relationship or having love is, is the answer? Um, I wouldn't necessarily say that. It's just that right now, um, I'm not really focused on finding somebody. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't, it doesn't really matter to me. Uh, I'd rather spend my time and energy doing other stuff. So it just, if it happens, it happens. If it, you know, if it doesn't, it doesn't. I think that's a healthy way to look at it. Uh, what, tell me two things. Where, where are you for one? Uh, I actually live in uh, Oklahoma, which nobody that interacts with me online would actually guess. since uh, I, I spell things the British way and I don't act like, somebody who lives here, but... And your name's kind uh, of British, huh? Yeah, a little bit. Um, 
do you, and what 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 things do you do or that you feel like you'd rather focus on over you know obsessing about relationships or or, or whether something's going to happen in that realm um i i do a lot of uh, art projects and mm-hmm. i collect vinyl and tape um i have probably three or four hundred vinyl records mm-hmm. um, so I spend a lot of time and energy that, and I also have a bunch of magazines and books that I, you know, catalog and look at. All right. You're a collector. Very much so. I've always been a collector. Okay. And that's that, that, that seems to satisfy something in you. Yeah. I like, I have OCD, so I like organizing things. Gotcha. Um, so it's kind of therapeutic in a degree. I have a little bit of that myself. I think everybody's a little bit OCD, but mine was to the point to where like I wouldn't let people touch me. Right. Like, I wouldn't even let my, let my, let my parents touch me because I didn't want to be dirty or whatever. But uh, OCD can actually be a bunch of different stuff. It's just kind of like a, a blanket term for uh, people's obsessions with certain things. I, I, I had similar stuff uh, about dirtiness. Yeah. Uh, that and I still do, but uh, you know, like I have my by the door. I, I you know, no one, you don't wear shoes in my house, and I, I have my different shoes, and I have my uh, my hospital shoes that are worn nowhere else but at the hospital. I have you know things like that. You had been sleeping in a sleeping bag in hotels and everywhere, you know, like uh, just recently. I'm trying to get over that, you know, but yeah, I mean that's that's all hard stuff. But I think it's just a matter of. Uh, little by little, trying just trying things out, even yeah. if it's uncomfortable for a bit, and and uh, little by little, I I think it, it does tend to inconvenience me. You know those those uh, feelings that I grew up with, you know, uh, mm-hmm. tend to be inconvenient and separate me from other people. So I try to, you know, do you, do you feel like the the OCD stuff has affected you with uh with women? Do we do we decide that you're Hetero, or I didn't. I, I I didn't actually ask that. I'm attracted to either gender. It just kind of depends. Okay, so but do you feel like the OCD stuff has affected your attraction to people, or affected you getting close to to people in a romantic way? Like like is sexual is sexuality affected by your OCD stuff? Like does that feel dirty? Um, I'd say no. Uh-huh. It's pretty much been under control. For well, see, I was diagnosed when I was twelve, so about fifteen years, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's pretty much under control. Like I still struggle with um, mostly just my personal cleanliness uh, with my hands, mm-hmm. but uh, other people are typically not an issue. See, for me, you know, even if I have all that stuff, when it when I get into a sexual situation, my primal brain takes over in a way. And mm-hmm. like, I, I, I no longer feel, feel like I, I have, like there's, you know, there's that barrier or something. Um, because the, the sex drive, it, it, it trumps all that other shit for me. <laughs> and it always, yeah. it always has, even when I was young and, you know, like when I've gone through rough, rough patches, and didn't want to touch anything anywhere. I'll 
put my tongue all up inside of a girl or whatever and like not even yeah. flinch it about it. At that point. Yeah. Weird. But yeah. that goes to show that all that shit is nonsense. And that yeah, it is. you know, like there are other things that override it. You know, or or like say something you know, you had you had to like, you know, save a a, 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 a child out of a burning hospital. I you know, I think mm-hmm. like, you know, something else would kick in. You just gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah, yeah, I can definitely see that. Anyway, Alistair, it's been good talking to you, and uh, I, but I got, I got to, I got to move on and call other, other uh, guests, man. But, but uh, I, I like talking to you. You're a very interesting guy. Thank you, thank you very much. It's a pleasure talking to you. Hello. Hi, is this Katie? It is. Hi there. This is Yoni Wolf calling. Uh, you said to call around three. Oh, thank you so much for calling. Oh, you're welcome. What, what, what am I, what am I calling? Oh, I work in a bakery. A bakery in L.A.? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that's cool. Uh, I just I spoke to another baker, actually, across the country just a moment ago. She's a cupcake baker. Oh, wow. What kind, oh, of, wow. Stuff, what kind of stuff do you bake? Uh, we mostly do cakes and stuff. Um, I do a lot of the cupcakes, too. Excellent. Excellent. Are you good? Uh, I like to think I'm good. Good. So I have a job. Yes. <laughs> that's something. <laughs> You you wanted to talk about Valentine's Day too, right? Yeah, yeah, your yeah, definitely. Your experiences, your take. Well, this year I got broken up with a week before Valentine's Day. That's so. bullshit. Really? I know. Out of nowhere. Out of nowhere, it was going well before that. It was the best relationship I've ever been in, and then it just came to a screeching halt. Did he say why? Uh not not really. It was mostly just things were getting too serious, I guess. But how long? How long had had you been dating? Uh, not too long. We started dating in October, but we've known each other for about a year. Okay. Are you? And oh, that's. I, I'm so sorry to hear it. That's rough. Oh, that's all right. Is it? Are you taking? Are, are you taking it easy? Or are you? Or are you? Uh, or are you taking it hard? Um. It's it's been a little difficult. It was it was nice to see so many people in love though yesterday. We yesterday was one of our biggest days of the year that we're busy. Sure. Um, so it, that was kind of nice and I've been spending a lot of time with family and friends. So you so hold hold on. Hold hold the phones. Hold the phones. So you 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 gain an energy from other people being in love, you don't you don't you don't cast a sour eye on other people having that because you don't. No, definitely not. That's one of the reasons I love baking is I get to celebrate everyone's weddings, everyone's anniversaries, their birthdays. It's it's really it's a really nice thing to be around. Well, that's that sounds, and it doesn't make you feel more lonely. No, if anything, it, it's nice to to get happiness from other people, even if it's not something you cause. That's really beautiful. That's beautiful. I, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't have like, I don't begrudge people for for having a relationship, but I, I don't think that I gain energy from other people's love for each other uh, in such a way. So that's that's a beautiful thing that you do. That's what it should feel like. I think. Thank you. Yeah. Well, so what did you end up doing yesterday? Uh, I I worked most of the day. I I have an early day. I start at. 5:45, and then I came home, and my dad was there with my stepmom, and he 
got us some chocolate and stuff, and I just kind of hung out at home and, and enjoyed my family time. You live with your dad and his and your stepmom. Yeah. It's, okay. It's hard to be in your twenties and live alone in LA. So. Oh sure, I, I know about it. I know about it. Um, and do do where like like in the valley or or you live right in LA? Unfortunately, I'm stuck in the valley for now. How old are you? I'm 21. 21. Okay, so you're quite young. Mm-hmm. Have you been in Have you been in other in other long term relationships? Um, I've been in a couple. I'm I'm definitely more of a relationship person. I don't like to really date around too much. So that's definitely what I look for in somebody else. But you and and will you fall right into something? Are you do you fall into something pretty easily? Uh, I, I like to think so. I can usually tell if someone's going to work out for me or not. I don't need to go on a bunch of dates and then see maybe. I can usually tell if so you're not, I'm going to like someone. You're not, like, waiting for the the one or anything like that? No, I'm going out to, to find them. So you go out and you find someone. You're like, oh, you'll you'll do. You seem okay. You'll do. And then you'll date them for as long as it works out. Yeah, I guess so. Interesting. I'm I, I'm so the opposite of that. Like I'll, I'll hang out with somebody a little bit, but I, I I won't allow myself to get close to someone hardly ever. But you're you're I, you feel free yeah, to do every so. Every time I, I I tell myself not to, and I, it's just my personality. I can't help but share with people and and love someone and be close. So I guess it's like both a blessing and a curse. But is it is it a dependency? Or is it, and this is just, you know, I'm playing devil's advocate, but I'm, I just don't know what exactly it feels like. Is it, is it, does it feel like you, you need another person in your life or do you feel like you just kind of can freely go in and out of being with someone? I don't think I'm dependent on it. I just, it, it makes me happy to, to meet new people and share things with them. And I, I think it's just one of my favorite things is to, to, to share with my friends, my family, with significant others. You sound very adjusted to me. I think things are going to work out for you just fine. Thank you very much. Hello? Hello, is this Catherine? Uh, yes. Hi, this this is Yoni Wolf calling you from the... Uh... It is, isn't it? <laughs> it is, it is. Hi. Uh, hi. Uh, where, where am I reaching you at? Uh, San Antonio. San Antonio. What what uh what do you want to talk about today? What'd you do last night? What did I do? I listened to some podcasts at my house. Then I ended up going out to uh, a bar in my neighborhood. It was it's quite snowy out here, uh, and it was too slippery to drive. Uh, really, I mean, people were doing it, but I I didn't. You know, I, I'd rather not. So I I, went, I walked to a bar in my neighborhood and just. Just uh, met met up with a couple of of my uh, friends, and we 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 just uh, played a game of pool. Uh, maybe hung out there for an hour, and then went home and and uh, listened to another podcast or two. Uh, smoked podcast. smoked a vaporizer and went to sleep. I listen. I was listen, yesterday. I was listening to the Champs podcast. What's that? It's a it's a podcast. Neil Brennan and Moshe Kasher. Uh, for, oh, shit. Formerly Doug, Doug, uh, DJ Doug Pound. It's good. Or a good podcast. Good. What did you well, do? Um, what did I do? Um, I 
took a sociology test online and I wrote some code for a love poem for my boyfriend, like mm-hmm. a programming code. Programming and code for a love poem? What's that? I mean, I'm, I'm, a, I'm not a programmer. I just uh, copied some stuff and inserted my own um, words into it to make sense. But uh, yeah, just, just manip- manipulating it into, say, basically, like I'm search- searching the world for the one and then I found you and was searched, basically, what it said. Good. I just enjoyed every day with him. I got roses at my office for the first time in my life. <laughs> from, from From him? Yeah. That's nice. That's really yeah. nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and a breakfast taco that really popped it off. <laughs> oh, yeah. And uh, how long have you have you two been together? Um, officially since last November. Okay. And about on and off for that entire year. Okay. And, and uh, how did you meet? We actually... Uh, we were hung out in high school when I was like 15, uh-huh. was like 17 or 18. But uh, I was too young for him. And then uh, we graduated. And we didn't talk for a few years. Like he came over to a party at my house once in those years. And that was the only time I really saw him until I started working at this place. And he happened to be working there. Interesting. Do you feel like it was meant to be? I kind of do because I remember thinking in high school about him uh-huh. and about how I kind of liked him, but I didn't want to pursue him because I liked him so much that I didn't want to screw it up in my high school years. <laughs> wow. I knew that I would have to go through some shit first. Like I knew I wasn't ready to settle down. And, and then I just happened to get this job that he happened to work at. Do you think this might be it? I think so. Could this be love? <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm not the one pushing it. He's the one who's, uh... You let, you, you let him control that, that side of things? How, what, 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 direct, what uh, direction it takes? Yeah, yeah. Um, is that what a man is supposed to do? No, no. I'm just, uh, I know what I want. And, I mean, he knows what he wants. We've, we've talked about it, but, you know, we're not pushing it, you know? We're not putting the pressure on. But we know when you say we're not putting the pressure on, do you mean you're not putting the pressure on him? Either of us. But do, does yeah. he? Do you both want the same thing? Yeah, we've talked about it. But you're just <laughs> trying. You're just trying to take it one day at a time. Yeah. That's that's good. That's good. That's a very healthy way to be. Yeah. Hello. Danielle Lenz. Yes. That's me. Are you the Danielle that I met one time in uh, Bloomington, I mean, in uh, Indianapolis, and that I, I'm friends with on Twitter? Yes. Okay, yeah. cool, cool. Do you have something on your mind? Yeah. When I think about connection and everything, and how you've, like, talked about how sometimes it works out and sometimes it doesn't, I think maybe, like, whether or not you, like, speak or not isn't exactly, like, the right question. You know what I mean? Like... Explain what you mean. So, like, you said that one of the reasons um, you were, like, happy that at this point in your life you're able to, like, speak all these truths to, like, others is that in the past, like, when you were quiet, you dealt with, like, a lot of, like, shame and guilt. Mm -hmm. But, like, at the same time, I feel like even though you're, like, speaking these truths, like, 
it hasn't really helped with has it helped with those two things? Um, yeah, I think so. It's 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 something that now I I share that burden with a lot of different people about yeah. <laughs> you know about my own shame and guilt. You know, is now dissipated throughout the world. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Like- it has helped. It it's not necessarily helped a hundred percent. Uh, and especially with intimate relationships, uh, for me, uh, they're still hard. But, but, uh, but I, you know, when I say that, I think that's normal. But I, I uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I think it, it has helped, actually. Good. But sometimes I think, like, it's really helpful. Like, I know when I speak to other people and, like, write things. Like, it's not as satisfying to just write it down. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes, like, I keep a journal and everything. But I'll be like, I'll call a friend and be like, hey, can I read this to you? And like, like just swap ideas and everything. Mm-hmm. And so like, I always feel like those kind of exercises are like incredibly good for like self-knowledge. Like, you know, like mindfulness almost. Yeah. Like meditation and everything. Um, but at the same time, like sometimes I feel like it doesn't help so much with like the whole acceptance thing. And... Do you know, like, okay, do you you talk about, like, Eastern religion sometimes? Do you know the idea of, like, Maitri, like, in Buddhism? I don't think so. It means, like, okay, so when you're, like, m- like mindfulness, mindful meditation, or just mindfulness in general, mm-hmm. like, when you're observing your thoughts and characteristics, it's, like, Maitri, I think, kind of translates into, like, friendliness towards those thoughts. Okay. So, like... Sometimes, like, you talk about, like, oh, I feel like such a sicko because I, like, thought about this. But it's, like, that's probably not a very good, like, healthy, sort of sustainable attitude. Like, we all have, like, really kind of bad thoughts. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, but it's good to, like, just sort of accept them, even if you don't, like, act on them. It's just, like, just throughout, like, listening to your podcasts, it's so kind of, it's kind of bizarre because, like, you, like, straddle these, like, two really extreme places of, like, this kind of, like, like, moralistic view of, like, what you're doing and, like, sometimes why it's good and sometimes why it's bad. And, like, sometimes I feel like it's really unfounded, you know? Like, why, why, it's unfounded why I feel good or feel bad? No, it's just, like, the way you, like, treat yourself as a result. Uh-huh. Like, I always kind of think sometimes, like, oh, like, he doesn't deserve that. But then at the same time, it's like, I don't know if this is, like, a stress response or, like, what, but, like, you talk about, like, food and then, like, girls. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's, like, it's just bizarre, like, on the complete other side of the spectrum, this, like, pleasure-seeking, like, habits, you know? And it's, like... Wait, 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 wait. You got to explain more what you're saying. Cause I, I, you're so, so you're saying I, I have, I have a tendency towards these, uh, simple pleasures in life, sex and food, mm-hmm. things that mm-hmm. feel good, taste good. Uh, mm-hmm. and then I feel yeah. guilty about it later. Yeah. <laughs> but you're saying I, sh- I shouldn't, or what are you saying? No, I feel like, I feel like there's, like, this in-between, because sometimes I feel like the guilt kind of sometimes precedes, like, 
the pleasure seeking. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And then it's like this kind of like snake eating its tail sort of thing. And I don't know, like, I just, I guess, like, I'd like to at least suggest that um, I'd really like to see or, like, hear about you, like, trying to find, like, the meaningful kind of, like, in-between, you know? Like, like, yeah, because it's, like, even though you're on two sides of the extreme, it doesn't mean, like, it evens out to this, like, convenient average that's, like, self-sustaining and, like, happy, I guess. I, no, I don't feel like I've figured. Are you going to fix me, Danielle? Is this what's happening here? <laughs> no. I don't. I don't feel. I wish I had the answer. I don't feel like I, like I. I don't feel like I've figured it out. No. I. I mean, I just. You. You know what you're listening to is is, is the the mess along the way and and uh, <laughs> me trying. You know, like just going through it. Uh, and I have for some reason a, a uh, propensity towards. Uh, broadcasting all this stuff because it makes it easier to handle for me or something like that because I don't feel like I'm so alone and 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 ashamed with myself in the corner about things uh, I can yeah. you know like I said that it, it takes a little pressure off yeah yeah and I think like I said I think that's like a totally good thing but I I just kind of I'm like I don't know who who said that it's like even though you can like for like project yourself outwards it's like a struggle for you to like open and like be like accepting of the inward flow who said that like one of your friends a couple of my friends have said that but yeah most recently ben sloan said that to me yeah yeah and i think like i don't know i think sometimes it's like you have a lot of ideas and ideals yeah i I don't know i just kind of like to see like a more action-oriented Thing. You want me like, to put my money where my mouth is? Well, yeah. I mean, not necessarily that. I think in a lot of ways, you you are very open. It's just sometimes I think like, I mean, I'm a kind of person that like works in the realm of ideals. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I have to really remind myself like, like, don't miss the best that like reality has to offer too. Like, yeah. Like there's still... Like, just because I, like, if somebody is standing at my door, mm-hmm. and just because I open the door, it doesn't mean that they have to, like, live there. It, like, may not work out. Right. But it's just, like, consciously making the effort of, like, yeah, of, like, having, like, a sort of, like, hospitality attitude. And, like, there are, like, select people that will, like, forever stay in my space with me, but... You know, it's just like, just because I'm not sure if it's right, mm-hmm. doesn't mean like I should keep like a lock. Well, look, it's not like that I, though. I, I'd go on dates and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's, it's more like figuring out how to get beyond that. And maybe you're right. Maybe, maybe there, maybe there is a, 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 a some sort of block there, but I, I, I do go on dates just because even if I don't expect something to work out, you know, who know you never know, you know, you go, you go and you meet someone and you, you know, you know, you see how it goes and, you know, someday maybe I'll be bowled over by someone or maybe it'll just be sort of something will slowly start and creep up on me. I don't know. And I, I'm trying to be open to that, you know? Yeah. 
So I'll I'll no, be in just... I'll be in Fort Wayne in two hours, and I'll and uh, <laughs> no, I'm just it's kidding. Indianapolis though. Indianapolis. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like I'm just like I get so excited. I'm like, oh man, like I just I don't know. I just really want to like hear about things working out. I think just like everybody else. I don't think everyone else wants to hear that. I think people like hearing terrible shit. I think it's more. I think it's more interesting sometimes to hear about uh, uh, just a cascade of of uh, wrongness (laughs) than it is like, yeah, I fell in love and I got married. But you know, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that would be most. Maybe that would be most different for me, and people would be uh, most interested in that. I hope that that's the case someday. I really do. Yeah. What about you? Do you do you do you? Do you have love in your life? <laughs> Me? Yes. But like what kind? I have so much love in my life. Okay. I'm not currently seeing anyone. That's what I meant. <laughs> That's what I meant. So you had, what did you do for Valentine's? I did so much for Valentine's Day. I went to like, um, like brunch with a friend mm-hmm. and then like, we ended up talking for like five hours. Um, Beautiful. And I, <laughs> um, but then I went and I had like dinner with my mom mm-hmm. and then I went to like a friend's house. Um, and it was like, I don't want to say a dinner party cause that just, that just sounds formal and it was totally informal. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we had like, okay. Have you ever heard of like an agape feast? <laughs> no, ag- agape is like brotherly love though. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We never, my group of friends and I were so bizarre. We never do dinner parties. We do agape feasts. Okay. And what better day to have one than Valentine's Day? Nice. So we did that. And yeah, it was a good day. It's It's been good talking to you, uh, Danielle. Yeah, and, you too. And uh, I, yeah, I, you're, you're so adjusted. And a lot of the, a lot of these people that I've been talking to have seemed to have a pretty good head uh, and pretty, are pretty adjusted people. And, and you're, you might be the winner so far. And, and, and not only are you adjusted, but you're, you're, you're adjusting me. Uh, and I appreciate that. I appreciate your advice. If you have advice, I don't know if it was p- particularly advice, but. Uh, no, I mean, I'm like a good mystery walking companion. Terrible at answers, though. Yeah. Uh, you're, it's, you're, no, you're good. And uh, I hope to uh, talk to you soon. All right. See ya. Hello? Hi, is this Ashley? Yeah, hey, Yoni. Hi, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. Is it are are, are you the dancer from from Dallas that I talked to that one time? Yeah, I'm from Houston, like Houston. outside of Houston. Right. Uh huh. And we emailed yeah. we emailed that one time. Yes. Okay. Yeah, thought that was you. Um, cool. Uh, uh how are you? How are you today? I'm really well today. I'm actually at a park right now, and the weather is really beautiful today, and um, I'm drinking wine and eating cheese. <laughs> really? Yeah. With yourself yeah. or with friends? No, with my boyfriend. Nice. Well, he bought us this shit yesterday for Valentine's Day, so we're indulging. <laughs> that's beautiful. That's yeah, very, that's, we're having a beautiful day. What do you want to talk about? Do you want to talk? Maybe that's the subject that's best to talk about is love. Let's talk about love. Cause yeah. I feel like I'm, you know, I'm feeling the love today. Good. I'm glad. Um, I'm glad. I'm going to walk away from my boyfriend though. So I can actually be, he can listen to it from the podcast. So yeah. I'm going to walk away. <laughs> 
Yeah. Well, um, what do you want to know? Oh, I, I don't know. I, what What did you What did you do last night? Um, last night was kind of uneventful. We We decided not to celebrate really last night, um, just because like the traffic and stuff. The so, traffic and stuff. Um, this sounds like I don't know. I hear you. I hear you. Okay. You know okay. what I mean? Like, I mean, we had a great night, and 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 we watched um the newest Woody Allen movie, Blue Jasmine. Uh huh. Um, which was really good, but, um, yeah, we're going camping tomorrow, which I haven't done in like, probably since I was a child. So he's a good, he's a good man. This is a good man. You got here. Yeah. He treats me pretty well. Um, we have fun together. How long, how long have you been seeing him? Yeah. Um, well we, I met him in like 2008 Mm -hmm. and, um, we were both in bands I was in a a Weezer cover band. Uh-huh. I was like just for fun, and um, he he's still in his band. It's called Lisa Sons, and and um, we started you know playing shows together, and uh, we became friends. I mean, we were just like acquaintances, I guess. And then a little over a year ago, because we've been together for over a year now, um, we just hung out really, and he moved. He kind of got burned by his girl, and uh, he moved back from Boston back to Texas after mm-hmm. moving there for her. And um, I was in like a really good place, I guess. And he was just like, "Hey, you want to hang out?" And and I was really thinking it was like a friend thing, and apparently he just wanted, <laughs> I guess, to have sex with me. But anyway, that's how it usually um, goes with men. Yeah, yeah, and that's fine. Um, I was just like kind of. I was about to move to Austin, and I was just like, yeah, you know, whatever, like, let's hang out, and, um, and I was down for whatever, I wasn't, we both were not looking for relationships, but you were, you were DTF, though. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess so, it wasn't really on my mind, though, like, I I guess it's kind of, like, naive of me, I mean, it wasn't like, I didn't know, he. I mean, I knew he was attracted to me, but I was just like, whatever, yeah, let's hang out, let's do something so um yeah we actually we went let's see well I was I had an internship I was dancing that night in Houston and and he like hit me up and he's like let's hang out tonight and I was like man I'm like real sweaty like I gotta like get ready you know yeah yeah so he he met me like back where I live which is like 45 minutes away from Houston and he drove all that way and we like started talking and like I knew he was really funny and cool and stuff, but um, we just like really hit it off. And it was like the weirdest experience. You hit it that just that night alone. You mean? Yes. Uh Yeah. Like we were walking. um, We didn't really have anything to do. So we just like went walking like on these trails. Like I live in a suburb. So there were like all these walking trails and stuff. Mm -hmm. And we were walking and like, and it sounds like so cheesy, but like, I don't know, we just started talking about a bunch of stuff and like, like I pretty much told him like all this shitty behavior that I had done in past relationships. And Mm -hmm. he really, he told me a bunch of stuff that he had done. That was like, I don't know. I just never would have told anyone that like upon just hanging out with them and meeting them. But yeah. So we like, aired all of our like grievances and right. it was such a weird experience because I was like wow like why am I telling you this like it's just you know just 
shitty stuff I had done to people in the past and and then he just like kept hanging out with me and I don't know and then it was like I had nothing to hide anymore it was really cool that's that's really nice and and yeah it does it still have that spark after a year yeah yeah like I don't know I I feel like if he could accept me like for really I mean I really felt like the first time we ever hung out I like told him some stuff that you know probably I mean wouldn't make anyone run away but it was just amazing that like he was like yeah you know and just stuck with me and and we still have that real like honesty going on still Mm -hmm, which mm -hmm. is really nice for me do you think that's a very important thing I do I mean I I think that like I'm you know I think all people are different and and I can get into a place where I kind of keep secrets or um, you know, keep stuff inside of me mm-hmm. and, and to find someone that like, I didn't have to do that with and that like, I don't have to at all anymore. Like if I feel something or, you know, have a thought, I mean, I'm going to just tell him and I don't know. It was, it was just really good for me. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. That's really neat. Uh, well, I, I, it's been nice talking to you, uh, Ashley. Yeah. And I, I, I wish you the best, uh, the best today. It sounds like a wonderful day, and uh, I can't say I'm not a little bit jealous. The wine, the cheese, the park, <laughs> the beautiful weather, the, the wonderful boyfriend. It's, you got a good situation going on there. Hey, enjoy I mean, it. It's not, it's not always like this, but I'm, I'm enjoying it today. Yes. it's really nice. <laughs> you deserve it. You deserve it. Thank you. Hello. Hi, is this Kari? Uh, this is Corey. Co- Co- I, 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 I'm saying your name totally wrong. Corey, that's all, that's all, it's, but it's K-A-A-R-E? Yeah, it's, my parents decided to go with the Norwegian thing because of the last name. Uh, Egadal, so Norwegian, yes. Uh, yeah. The, the girl Frida Marie Dahl in, in the Oslo, uh, some sort of convenience store that I had a huge crush on. So, D, yeah, uh, D-A-H-L. Yeah. Is not not in fact Indian. I thought you were going to be Indian. K A A, and then the D A H L. I assumed you were you were Indian, but you're Norwegian. I'm from Montana. What, you're, you live in Montana now? No, I've lived in Louisiana since I was three. So Louisiana, okay. In uh, in New Orleans or where? Uh, Lafayette. Lafayette. New Orleans would probably be better, but uh, I'm, I'm stuck in Lafayette due to work, I guess, but. What do you do? For now. Uh, geologist, oil and gas. That's geologist? Yeah. Uh, doing, what did you say, the second thing? Uh, raping the world. Oh, you're doing, you're what, doing fracking and shit? Yeah, man, I'm not fracking. I work in the Gulf of Mexico, deep water. <laughs> really? Dude, yeah, yeah. I make maps and shit, correlate well logs. Okay. So, well, it sounds like... Work smart stuff anyway you know yeah I, yeah i guess i mean seven years of school you know yeah yeah i don't know i don't know how i feel about it honestly S- but, some uh, of it you don't got, feel morally uh great about yeah i mean it's you know it's fat cat kind of stuff you're working but, for oil companies or or like uh natural yeah. gas companies yeah i'm with an oil company yeah uh-huh uh-huh and I'm working old BP deep water properties, so the plot thickens, you know. You you you're you're what trying to fix things up for BP or or you're? Or no, we're just working their old stuff. 
Okay, I see. They, they I see. sold they sold some of their old properties and because they can't do anything in the Gulf of Mexico anymore. They had to get out of there. What by, by law? No, just because they can't get permits to do anything, so they're just kind of in timeout. So uh-huh. they're they just have to go international. So Jesus, out of Houston. So I know it's it's yeah. It's a whole thing. But it pays bills for two babies, you know, so. Yeah. That's how I rationalize it for the time being. I guess so. Oh. I, there's always there's always a, a, a positive and negative spin on most things. Well, how was your how was your Valentine's? It was actually, it was really good, man. Um, I think in the seven years me and my lady have been together, it was the first actual Valentine's Day date I've, we've been on, so. Really? Because of what, the kids and everything? Yeah, well, yeah, we started dating and then for, you know, broke, broke in college and whatever. And then while still broke in college, I had a baby uh-huh. and finished school, had another baby. <laughs> and my youngest is a year and a half. I've got three and a half and a one and a half. Okay. And um, we don't have any family to speak of necessarily. They're either in other parts of the country or we don't speak to them or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, um, so, and then, so it's just rough finding babysitters and then, you know, that you trust because I don't like, because <laughs> we never really had money to do anything for the longest time. And, uh, but actually one of my coworkers offered to babysit for us because her boyfriend works nights. So I see worked out, man. And then it was kind of funny because the dude who was like the expediter for the, the restaurant or whatever uh-huh. <laughs> was this dude that was like my best friend for like through like four or five years and then we had like a huge falling out probably four years ago because it was right before I had my son uh-huh. so it's been like four years since I've really spoken to this dude I think and then he was our expo and yeah, but were you able to was it okay was it civil no it was actually really good it was really really good and at the end it was like a I shake the hands like it was really good to see you kind of thing. So, but what what was the what was the fight about initially? I mean, I guess it all like since I'm in therapy now, so I think of things in different ways, and I have kids now, so everything is sort of different. But it was he he was tended to be kind of an an arrogant dude, uh-huh. and would kind of take advantage of situations, and he had he had his own shit going on. But um, uh, but so did you. It sounds like. Yeah, it did, and well, I didn't think I did because <laughs> I was—I just was completely blind to it. But right, um, but yeah, but I think what made it come to a head. I mean, my wife was briefly in the military, uh-huh. and while she was gone, he borrowed her car, which was fine. But then he just kind of like abused the whole situation, kind of fucked up her car, and and was not apologetic about it. Okay. And, he was taking advantage of one of our other friends, and we decided, hey, this is someone we should stick up for, and so we did, and they just kind of sell the shit at that point. And, uh-huh. Yeah, and since then, it was, it, uh, I hadn't really spoken to him. But then, but he stayed in touch with all of my other friends. Did you not? Were you the one Were you the one then that then didn't talk to your other friends, too? I still, I mean, I still did for a while, Um I, I kind of fallen out of touch just because I'm 26. Uh-huh. I'm going to be 27 in April. I have two children. None of my friends have children or right. are married, you know. So, and 
I had to move to Houston for a little bit. Everyone else kind of moved to New Orleans. So it's kind of taken its own. Our paths are kind of not so much in line anymore. So it's been harder to keep in touch, which really sucks. But can, just, can I ask you one other thing? You said you, yeah, yeah. you're not you're not in touch with the rest of your family, uh, and and especially yeah. in relation to to having kids. Uh, <laughs> is why is that? Uh, my mom and I had a huge falling out right after my son was born. And she's, my parents were young. They were both 20 when they had me. Uh-huh. And they divorced when I was eight. Okay. And then my mom remarried. Well, both my parents were remarried and they both have kids. Um, my, I, have my, I have two younger brothers from my mom that are mm-hmm. 11 years younger at the oldest from me. And so, I don't know, that, you know, that's affected me. Um, yeah. Yeah, you because know, my dad moved away. He went like Wyoming and then Oklahoma, Alaska. He went all over the place, and just recently he moved from Pennsylvania to Alberta. So he's just been hopping around, yeah, doing his own thing. But um, Rolling Stone, Papa was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. And my parents just were just pretty selfish and ridiculous people. Um, they're not bad people. They're just they were young. I think they weren't ready, and so I don't know. Have you had a lot of Have you had a lot of falling outs with people in your life, or just those two? I guess I've had a couple. I've had I'm a just couple. saying you're the common denominator. That's what I'm saying. I know. I know. <laughs> it's, it's coming down to it. I know. I always thought everyone else was crazy. But, you know, <laughs> I, <guess. laughs> I know. Thanks for bringing that up. But you're but you but you are in therapy. It's, it sounds like you're trying to work things through. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to put my crazy on my babies. You know. Yeah. So, yeah. But. Uh, no, I don't know. I think I'm, I'm more, my wife and I are both more prone to just kind of like stop something on our end than just continue to, an unhealthy right. deal. Right, right, right. It's, sometimes right. It's, it seems like it's impossible to talk things through um, and it's better to just cut it off, I guess. I mean, and I think in some occasions that is the case. But in other occasions, like with your parents, now I'm not saying always because yeah. I've, I've definitely known some cases where it is better to, to not have contact, but... Um, I think, you know, it seems like in that kind of relationship, it's good to try to salvage it, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm working towards it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I still don't know how my feelings are about it, but uh, trying to get through that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, especially, they. I mean, they must be, they must know that they have grandkids. I mean, you said they already knew about your son. They must know about Yeah, yeah, they know. Um, I mean, my dad has come to visit a couple times, uh-huh. but um, and my mom, I, we saw them a few times before. I kind of shut that down. Yeah. But uh, my mom hasn't met my daughter. Okay. I don't know what what to do about it necessarily, but I'm eventually going to work towards a solution. I think. It's a hard one, you know. I know. Well, man, I, I hate to say it, but but uh, I, I got to keep calling people. I got like twenty more people to call. <laughs> um, me. But I, I really appreciate you talking to me and and uh, opening up uh, about this stuff. And and uh, I wish you the best, man. Yeah, you too, man. Keep it going. All right, appreciate it. Take care of yourself. You too. What's up? You caught me with a mouthful of food, but that's all right. That's, that's good. I'm good. Okay, sorry. Um, Go ahead. I'll finish swallowing. I'm swallowing. So what? What? Uh, which is what she said. Um, what, <laughs> how are you? What's going on? He said, um, nothing. Nothing much. I'm good. How about yourself? 
I'm doing oh, okay. I'm trying to find my girl. I totally lost track of her. Who, who's your girl? Uh, my best friend and her daughter. Got it. Got it. What? What? Uh, where are you? Target. Oh, Target. In uh, in in East Bay. No, in Northern California, in an undisclosed location. Okay. Fair enough. Cool. And how was your Valentine's? It was good. Quiet, man. It's just another day. Yeah. Been together too long. Although I did, I did give him a gift and make something for him. Nice. So was that with that that VW bus? Was that what that was? Yeah. Oh, okay. It looked beautiful. You know, I have the soap club. So thank you. So. I had to like come up with a project because I completely forgot that I didn't have my sewing machine or nothing, and then I whipped that up real quick. So that was nice because he was surprised. He was like, "What the hell is this thing?" And I'm like, "That's for you." Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. nice. That's nice. <laughs> I, I love how like listening to the uh, podcast and the questions you ask, and I totally—I don't know if I'm projecting or like, "Oh, look at look at." Jonathan trying to figure out how other people got together. Yeah. How, how you could apply that to your life. Yeah. I think, yeah. Uh, you're like Tiff. You're like, you got those high standards. I always think like, what if I were single right now? Would it be so hard for me to find somebody to be with? It's hard. I don't know. I don't have high standards, though. I love everybody. That's but yeah, okay, but that but you, you but you either it's not about standards. I mean, maybe I have like um, unrealistic expectations about things to an extent in an unhealthy way. But but there's also even for you or whoever you may may say that I don't have high standards. Like you have to click with somebody. You know what I mean? There has to be that that uh, that thing. You have to have that spark, right? Yeah, but people grow on you too, like. Did your did your husband grow on you or or, or did you? Yeah, like we were friends before. Okay, I was already with somebody, and uh-huh. then all of a sudden, like this weird crush thing started going, and he was talking to a bunch of people too. And <clears throat> years ago, it was decades ago, uh-huh. and well, we ended up getting together, whatever, blah blah blah. But he always says like, I need to talk to his friends. Like, okay. There's a, there's a type of girl that you never would think you would go out with. You don't think you'd be like a black girl. You don't think you'd think like a Filipino girl. Do it. Like, you should totally just do it. Cause I never thought I'd be like with a Filipino girl. Look at me. Wait, wait. He, he, said, he said he never thought he'd be with a Filipino girl. Until he was with me. Uh, what's, his, what's, his, uh, what's his ethnic background? He's Filipino. He was. He, he never dated Filipinos. He did. He always dated other people. I see. Like I don't yeah. really date Jewish girls, but I would. I mean, I don't. I'm not, I'm not anti, but I just haven't really. Why? I don't know. There you go. I, I would. I would. No, I, I. I would. I'm not. I'm not against it, but but uh, it's just something that I haven't really done. I, I guess I tend to be attracted to these little like chicks as little white girls. You know, like uh, maybe because it's like what I wasn't supposed to have or something as a kid or I don't, I don't really know. It's hard to say. I know it's weird though, right? Like, yeah. Well, he said that and like, I don't, I, I guess I, I could say I was never going to be with the smoke them and I was, so never say never. I guess that's the story. Is. The moral. Oh, yeah, the story is. yeah. 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 I'm open. Look, I'm open to it. No, you say that. You say that. I say that. <laughs> <laughs> I say that, but yeah, I, I do have, you know, I have certain, 
certain kinds of girls that I'm attracted to, I guess. Uh, but there, but I don't have a hard, fast rule. It just t- my tendencies, I guess. I notice my tendencies. Yeah, yeah. I just always wonder that. Like, I wonder. Yeah, I wasn't with somebody. If I was always in a committed relationship, and I was single right now, like a lot of people are. Who would I be with? <clears throat> anyway, yeah, that. Hello. So, Aaron, I I can call you uh, Aaron. Yeah. Yeah, that's my name. It's spelled the girl way, but that's uh, Irish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I got it. I got it. You're in Spokane? Yeah, I drove over here for Valentine's Day with my girlfriend to visit her brother and sister-in-law. Okay. Yeah. I live on the the west side of Washington. Uh, How was your Valentine's Day? How was my Valentine's Day? I spent it driving across the state. You know? I drove over the... Yeah, I drove over the mountain pass. Oh, that's a rough one. That's a rough one. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was, was a it, nice little road trip with my lover, you know? That's great. Was it icy, or was it okay? It was slushy, and there was a lot of trucks that drove a lot faster than me. It's kind of intimidating. Yes. You know what I mean? When you're like, driving in the snow and the rain, and your truck's all weaving all over the place. I know exactly what you mean. I've been there many times. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, but how... how so you, you, have a, you have a loved one. Yeah, her name's Amanda. Amanda. How long has that been uh, happening? I don't know, like seven months. Not around my, around our birthdays. Uh huh. So like in June, in the middle of summer or spring there. And you're bringing her. You bring her around the the family already. Yeah, like she knows my mom. Like my mom is watching our dog for us right now. Okay. How do you know when to start bringing uh, uh, a lover around around the uh, around the family? When does it become appropriate? You know, y- you want your parents to meet someone who you're serious about, right? I mean, y- you know, yeah. so how do you know that? How do you know when it's time to do that? I don't know. How about, like, when you're getting down or whatever and you actually think, I could not pull out right now and I'd be okay with that? That's an interesting way to put it. But you, you haven't, you, you haven't done that. I haven't done that. Absolutely not. I'm terrified of that. But I've had the thought. It's crossed my mind, and I've never actually told that to my girlfriend. Well, you know what <laughs> I mean? She might find out now. What? What? Uh, well, yeah. Would Would she? I mean, you know, that's. But now, maybe that's. This conversation has to get started now already after seven months uh, about uh, little ones, bringing little ones into this world. Well, yeah, you know, that's like really what we're here for. I mean, I'm right. here to eat, and I'm here to make another thing to eat. Yeah. That's a, that's a that's definitely a uh, sort of material way of putting it, but uh, I, I mean it's not my fault. I have a brain and cognitive thought, and I actually have to like do stuff and be cool and happy and whatnot. But what else makes me happier is like eating a cheeseburger and getting my my uh, Don Juan wet, you know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I hear that. I hear that. Um, yeah, that interesting, interesting. Uh, but and 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 you're a hard worker, man. You you uh, you work night shifts. Yeah. Or is that what that looks yeah, like? I work. I work. I work. Uh, I work like a like I work a swing shift. I work two twelve-hour day shifts. Uh huh. Like from five in the morning until five in the afternoon. Okay. And then I get like a twenty-four-hour break. Okay. And then I do two night shifts from five p.m. to five a.m. 
Holy Christ. I like it. 48 hours knocked out in a work week, and then I have a four-day weekend. Do you like it, or or is it uh, just what you got to do right now? I love it. I mean, I, I absolutely love my job. Like, I get a smile because I'm driving a giant. I have every eight-year-old dream job. Right. It's like a backhoe or something. What is that thing? Did you see the picture? Yeah. Yeah, that is a, a 988 front-loading cat. I mean, I can scoop up two Volkswagen in the front of that thing, the bucket. What are you? What are you scooping up? I'm scooping up wood chips. I work at a paper mill, and we process ground up trees into paper. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's kind of you know, but like sixty percent of our paper is recycled. We have like a cardboard recycling too, so not all trees. Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm not making judgments about the, uh, you know, the sustainability <laughs> of your of your of the factory or whatever the hell. Okay, well, oh, whatever you want. that sounds that sounds uh, uh, that sounds like an interesting life. You know, it sounds like it sounds like a good life, actually. Yeah, I mean, I drive around and listen to music for twelve hours. Yeah, and podcasts probably right. Absolutely. Good. I listen to a podcast from a New Yorker, like fiction New Yorker, like they just authors read other authors. And one guy was talking about Raymond Carver, and he said that Fort Angeles, which is just down the street from Fort Townsend there, he called it the Lumberjacky region of Washington. Okay. That's what I'm stuck in. So you're, would you, would you describe yourself as Lumberjacky? Lumberjackoff? Lumberjackoff? (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. Maybe Lumberjackoff, checkoff. Yeah. But you don't, you're not big and husky with a big beard or nothing. I'm 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 mildly husky, but I'm not fat. I'm yeah. just like a big dude. Yeah. I don't like six foot tall. I don't know. Sound like the definition of a lumberjack to me. Yeah, I am wearing a like a pearl snap button up flannel thing yeah. right now. It's all becoming more and more clear. But I have an iPhone though, so that kinda takes the ludite out of the lumberjack. Hello? Zach. Hey, how's it going? This is Yoni Wolf. It's going okay. How are you? Doing well. All snowed in here. Where are you at? Uh, over in New Hampshire. New Hampshire. Okay. What What are you uh, What are you up to? I just got off of work and uh, trying to do a little learning here. Uh, you're a student. Trying to learn some computer science stuff. Excellent. Excellent. Good stuff to learn. Uh, that's the future. That's like the, the, the future, I think, of the world. We'll see. Yeah. I guess to start, I just saw her last night. I know you mentioned seeing that. Yeah. And I thought that was a really interesting take on love and, I don't know, the idea of, uh, I feel like it kind of devalued monogamy in a way. Uh-huh. Uh, in a really cool way that, um, I don't know, I, like I've always been in monogamous relationships and I find like, I really enjoy that, but I like to see that view of expressing love in a more pure way where you just share that with everybody. Right. Are you in, are you in a monogamous relationship now? Yes, currently. Okay. Um, and, and, uh, is it, it's going well, I assume? Yeah, it's going well. I think it's one of those things that's, always a challenge but it's one of those good challenges in life that you learn from a lot uh-huh 
how long have you been uh, with her? Uh, about two and a half years now. Were you have you always been in relationships that long, or or is this the longest? Um, it's been kind of a, an escalating scope. So I've always been in like a series of monogamous relationships, but growing from like six months up to now, this is the longest one. So you jump? Do you jump from one to the next? Uh, in the past, I have. We'll see what happens now. Right? No, no, I'm not trying to jinx it. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, cool. Yeah. Would you be uh, open to having an open relationship? I don't know. That seems incredibly challenging. Yes. Yeah, I I don't know if I could ever make that work. And ever feel totally comfortable with that. I guess I don't think I could ever transition a monogamous relationship into something like that. Maybe if you started fresh in a you know polyamorous relationship, that could be possible. But that's not your tendency anyway. No, it never has been. And 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 uh, you don't think the old lady has desires like that? No. But I think one thing interesting from that movie, her, that, you know, you know, all the AIs kind of morphed into like this big ball of love and were very open with sharing their relationships. I think aside from uh, sexual relationships, being very openly loving with other people outside of your monogamous relationship can be really challenging in a way that I don't like. That that, sense. What do you mean you don't like? You don't like having to be open with people outside of your your uh, significant other, you're saying? No, I, I don't like how much stress that can cause just being openly loving uh-huh, uh-huh. in a non-physical way. So if, you, if, you, if there was a girl at work, say, uh, and you were openly caring and loving and whatever, you would feel weird about it. Um, I, I would feel tense about it, or I, I would feel like I might be upsetting. Or if your, or if your girlfriend had a male friend at work that she was very. I mean, what does it mean to be loving? You know, like uh, shoot emails back and forth, and uh, have like a, a really caring dialogue. I guess. Yeah. You know, there's so many things you can do to be loving. Well, why email? You say emails. That's see, why not just in person? You just have you just like maybe she's not having she doesn't have sex with the guy, but they talk about everything. Yeah. Would that upset you? Um. Yeah, I think these are things that have actually happened in this relationship, and they have been upsetting and challenging. But they're those things that you know I'm very much willing to work to get over because they seem like. You know, those are things I'd want for myself. So, of course, I'd want that for her as well. And what can you say to that? You know what I'm saying? Because she's not, she's not being physical with anybody. What can you say? It's like, don't, don't care about anyone else but me. Exactly. You know, I, okay. I, I find that gut reaction happening, and then you're just like, wait, I'm being totally stupid right now. Yeah. Yeah, that's a hard one, huh? I know, because, I, I mean, I'm thinking about being in your shoes and, and – uh, I, I know that if I really, really had feelings for something, I don't, I don't tend towards jealousy, but there was one girl that I got jealous about um, in my life. And, uh, you know, when you feel those feelings, man, they just, they're, they're really hard to, uh, to swallow. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hard to rationalize and hard to, yeah. So that, but that, that, uh, that's behind you or have you figured, have you gotten through that situation? 
Yeah, yeah, I not through that specific situation, but you know, I, I think that challenge is always a possibility in the future. Yeah. I mean, it seems like people should be that way, more like that, that uh, whatever it's called, I.O., um, operating system, uh, OS. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah it's, it seems like uh, we, should, we should strive to be more that way, I guess. All right, well, I, I got I to gotta move it on, man, unless you got something else you want, you, uh, you want to say. Um, nothing really on the topics, I guess. Uh, in the future and in future episodes, I would love to hear more about your writing process and uh, any tips you can give to uh, uh, young musicians. Um, okay. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll try to, uh, I don't have that many tips because, I, you know, I haven't really figured my shit out that well. Uh, and, yeah. and it's always willy-nilly in a way and, and all that. So I, I'm still... Uh, you know, as I've spoken about before, sort of working towards figuring out how to develop a routine and stuff like that. Uh, and I, you know, yeah. it's getting better, but but uh, it's always been a little a little chaotic for me. Yeah, and I've heard you say that again and again in your podcast. But I feel like something you've done has worked, or you've learned how to master language in a way, or you found things, found ways to study that, or found ways to get in touch with yourself. I don't know. Something's worked for you. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. It's not, it's not about studying. It's, it's more than anything. Yeah. Maybe getting in touch with yourself, uh, being, um, you know, digging into that silence in a way, uh, and mining that, you know, uh, and I, I guess I tend to be a better writer when I'm coming from the subconscious, like, like when I'm sort of falling asleep or something like that, I tend to, write more interesting stuff. Uh, there, there can be times yeah. where I'm too aware of myself as a writer and, and, uh, the shit sucks. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, for sure. So, but I'll, I'll yeah, I'll try to keep, keep, you know, I'll try to say more about that stuff as, as, uh, as time goes on and I'm, as I'm working, you're right. I don't talk too much about actually my work. I guess I'm a little bit private about it. Uh, yeah. you know, and again, it's kind of weird. You're a host of a podcast. You don't necessarily want to talk about yourself. But I do all the time. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. All right. Well, uh, good, good, good talking to you, Zach. And uh, I, I, I hope that you have a great night. You too. Thanks, Jenny. All right. Bye. Hello. Hi. Uh, is is this Nick? Yes, this is. Hi, this is Yoni Wolf calling from the uh, the Wandering Wolf podcast. Uh, where am I? Where am I uh, reaching you? What? What? Uh, where's seven seven four? What area? I am in Worcester, Massachusetts, right now. Worcester, Mass. Okay. Yes. Okay. Do you, do you have uh, anything you want to speak on? Um, I hate love. You hate love. Yes. Tell me. Tell me about that. <laughs> Because I just went through a breakup, and then seeing everybody on Valentine's Day was like, fuck that. <laughs> it's hard to see other people in relationships? Yeah. Especially what? after you just get out of one, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry to hear about your breakup, by the way. Um, That's cool. How fresh is it? How recent was it? A month ago. That was just a month ago. Okay. Yeah. Snaps. 
Um, and what what were the circumstances? Was it a blow up? Was it like just a, a no? It was more like like she had good reasoning. She had like a lot of shit going on, mm-hmm. and sometimes it's just like hard. And we're not living near each other because I'm in college. She's not. Okay. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. Is she? Is she your? Was she your high school sweetheart? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, my my thinking is that uh, th- that's you're very young, and that's a young love, and yeah. ge- generally those things are 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 for learning. I think I don't I don't mean to make light of your situation, but I think that. Oh no, I agree. Yeah, yeah, you 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 learned a lot, I'm sure, from that relationship, and things will, you know, you'll find something else in the future. But but it it, it kind of like it it kind of irks you to see couples out holding hands and, and uh, sharing chocolates and shit? Yeah, basically. Yeah. What did you do last night? What did I do? Uh, I just kind of hung out with some friends, old guys. Mm-hmm. That kind of night. That's what we did, too. We creeped around the bar looking for chicks. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Didn't work out for any of us. Um... Shoot, well, I'm, in terms of love, like, I, I feel like I, I just got out, I, I got into a relationship that I'm in three years deep into, mm-hmm. and I, I got into it, like, right after I got out of a, another long relationship that lasted eight years. Shit, okay. And, be, and Yeah, and besides that, like, I, ha- um, I hadn't had, I haven't had very many, like, flings or short-term relationships. Yeah, and um, the first one that was eight years, I thought that uh, it was gonna like, you know, be my. She was just the one, you know, and I thought that we were gonna live together forever. Sure. And uh, and then getting out of that, I uh, my ideas of like quote unquote true love. I, mean, I never really believed that there's this one person that like was destined for, you're destined for. Yeah. I always knew that there was you know plenty out there, but but just. I, I think that it, it uh, scraped away all this, like, you know, romanticism or just this idealism about love for me. Uh-huh. And so now with my current girlfriend of three years, it's it's just a different vibe, you know, in my mind. And um, lo- love is a, is a, it's like anything else. It's like a day-to-day thing and it changes over time and people change and they could, they could change into someone else who wasn't the person you fell in love with five, 10 years ago, you know? Right. And, uh, I just wanted to, I guess, state that for the record, you know, that love is something that you have to work on. It's not something that's just there and then you have it and then you have it for the rest of your life. That seems, that seems like, uh, something that's coming up uh, a lot is that idea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's not a lot Yeah, yeah. I think that makes sense to me. You know, it's like you, you know, you you start out in a place, but you got to grow with somebody, and you got to continue to work work at, uh, you know, relating to each other on on always a new a new level every day, right? Right, right. It's a continuum. It's a process. Yeah. It's not. It's not something that's just. I mean, like they say, like they show it in the movies or whatever. In the media, it's not something like that's like Valentine's Day, Hallmark cards. It's, I don't know. It's, yeah. I, I just took it in my 20s. I'm 33, and I just took it in my 20s to be like a given, you know? Like, when you fall in love, that's it. But 
you can easily fall out of love too. And I, I, it, it, these sound like platitudes, I'm sure, but it's a oh, okay. This is what my my baby love is telling me. She's saying it's a verb, not a not a noun. Love. That's good. <laughs> That's good. That makes sense. That makes sense, man. And and uh, I I appreciate your input. And you're 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 obviously you know you're you're a little older, a little wiser. You're you're around my age, so uh, you seem to have figured some yeah. shit out. And I appreciate that. Oh yeah, well, I, I appreciate everything you've given me. I mean, you're you're an inspiration for sure. Thanks, Mike. I appreciate it. Hello. Hi, is this Jason? Yes. What's up, man? This is Yoni Wolf from the Wandering Wolf. Hey, man. How's it going? It's going okay. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. You know, just hanging out. Where's uh, Where's three one five? Uh, Syracuse, New York. Syracuse, New York. Very good. Very good. To be honest with you, um, I've always been a very introverted person. Yeah. And so very recently, it's actually like I think I know you said not to really go into this, but honestly, like listening to the podcast and even listening to to the why stuff, I have found that just being as transparent as you possibly can is insanely therapeutic. It is therapeutic. <laughs> It's therapeutic and, you know, like, it's it's not the safest way of going about things because you're sure as shit going to ruffle some feathers. Right. But for me, like, I uh, I am I am in a relationship right now. Mm-hmm. And it's been about a year, like 10 months. Um, Congratulations. I, yeah, I'm trucking. Good. I'm moving along in it. Good. Uh, yeah, and, you know, like, I think um, I... I Right, right when I met her, I was coming off of the heel of just kind of a long time of uh, kind of not trying to to meet anyone, friendship or or romantically. Uh-huh. But um, I I made it very clear. I was like, listen, like I think that we should just be as open as possible with everything, and <clears throat> I think that's been good because I think we've definitely had some really hard times for just being in a relationship for 10 months. But I think that, I think that being brutally honest, like in the end, like if, if it, it prepares you for things either working out or not working out. Okay. You're, you're, you know, like it's like you really see someone's true colors when you tell them something that's very, very, very personal and that cuts to the core of you. Yeah. That I think, um, I think that, I think that really helps, uh, kind of just cut through the bullshit and it's just like listen like I got this really fucking weird thing about me and I would like to share it with you and then depending on how that person takes it you can you know you can advance that and hopefully build a good relationship off it so it's like to do that stuff like 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 sexual kinks uh like what are we talking that, about yeah I think that goes into it I shit think, shit know, shit you did in the kinks. past shit you did in the past um you know, like, uh, or even like, just like, kind of like, uh, just kind of like mental shit that uh-huh. you go through. Cause I think everyone's their own brand of like crazy. Yeah. Some more than others, but and, yeah. 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 And like, and like, that's the thing is like, I, I, like I'm, I'm a person who goes through, I've experienced a lot of depression in my life yeah. and, and I'm like, you know, like there's going to be moments where I'm going to just, totally flip out 
and you're probably going to be a victim to that. Right. And like, I don't, you know, I don't want it to just be like one day, like she thinks I'm like this like perfect fucking guy who's like totally chill and just never has any issues. And then one day I'm like, what the fuck? And you know, and like shit just breaks down and it's like, I did not know you were this person. Right. It's like, you don't, you don't, you don't want to, you don't want to lead anybody on as, as, as big as they may be in your life or as small as they may be in your life. Mm-hmm. So and, you, uh, you feel, and you feel that that's been good for this relationship to just be straight, like just from the get go, be like, look, this is going to happen probably. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And has it happened? Um, oh yeah, absolutely. And how's she definitely. dealt with that? Um, our mental synapses are very similar. Um, she's a person who deals with a lot of, uh, anxiety. Mm-hmm. So, Say we get into an argument or something. Um, it's like usually like it's usually just based on like our time spent together. If we don't see each other enough, things like that. And it and it, I try to come from it as I try to come towards it as like, listen, like this doesn't feel great to me. This this leaves me feeling unsettled. And then with her, the the way that she is with her anxiety and whatnot, it's like uh, it it. it causes like this kind of like mental breakdown where it's like she feels like victimized okay but all in all like i think we're able to break down those walls and, like within like a matter of hours if we get into an argument or so we'll just be like listen like we knew this was coming like th- there's nothing bad between us this was just an argument this this too shall pass right right that's a good way to, healthy way to think about it and who who yeah, usually who usually does that? Like who usually comes to their senses? Is it you or her? I think I think we meet halfway. Okay. Yeah. I I I and you know I I would actually I would actually probably say me more. Okay. But she definitely does her share. Yeah. But you're probably more more aggressive too. Yeah, because I think that I've been in enough twisted relationships where I'm like, listen, like, like, I don't think, I don't see just blatantly lying to someone and keeping your emotions or keeping small things from, from people. I, I can't discern the difference. Right. I think that either way, someone, someone's going to get hurt and we can't all be fucking cool and Luke about everything. Right. So you, you gotta you, just, you, you gotta, you think letting it all hang out is kind of the is kind of the 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 method? Yeah, I mean, like you know, we're we're communal creatures, and there's there's no reason to to fear someone's reaction when, in the end, like you know, I'm trying I'm trying to have this new uh, lease on life where it's like no matter how important people are to me and how much I cherish people's company, I have live for me right right so if if there's someone that i love and there's someone that i care about and i'm feeling a certain way about our relationship i do this with with my friends too i'm just gonna be like you know what like this is bothering me yeah and i think i think not doing that is how you end up in five six year relationships that are just volatile absolutely and if you say this is bothering me and then, yeah, and that that could that could destroy everything, but that could break down and then build everything stronger too. So there, it could go either way. And and if it doesn't, and if you don't say it, then you're right. You end up 
you know, in in a situation where there's this like horrible unspoken shit, you know? Yeah, yeah. It, it builds it builds resentment, and resentment builds upon resentment, and then it just turns into this big fucked up thing that you don't want to even have to deal with. Absolutely, absolutely. So you just keep putting it off, and keep putting it off, and then where are you? you right. Know, it's just you're, right. you're in. You're just in the thick of it, and then it's going to hurt ten times more than as opposed to just ripping the bandaid off when the problem pops up. I agree. I couldn't agree more, man. All right. Well, thanks for talking to me, Jason. And, and uh, absolutely. absolutely. Y'all some bad man pajamas. Y'all some bad man pajamas. You really have. Um, very interesting things uh, to say. And I'm so proud uh, to speak to you every week. The Wandering Wolf Podcast at gmail.com. You can, you can give on PayPal uh, to that. At Yoni Wolf on Twitter. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. Fucking Tinder. Just got on this, uh, uh, this I guess it's a dating thing. Uh, related to Instagram, Glimpse. It's called Glimpse. You look at someone's Instagram pictures and like them or dislike them. Interesting. I haven't. Ha- I don't get hits on these kind of sites because uh, without without the uh, appeal of being a rock and roll singer, uh, I'm not that. You know, I, I, I'm not like a, a supermodel. I'll put it that way. I'm not ugly. I don't think I'm ugly, uh, but you know. A lot of my appeal is uh, you got to you got to kind of get to know me a little bit, I think. And these sites where it's just like you have like a photograph of your face uh, on there, you know, some fucking nerd with a beard and glasses, aging, hairline slowly receding. You know, I'm not going to get the hits uh, that 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 some uh, 22 year old young stud is going to get. Speaking of this is speaking of dating, so this is all relevant. I thought I was going off on a tangent, and then I realized that it's all relevant. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I I try. I'm on I'm on all those sites, the cupids and the fucking all that stuff. You know, you gotta try. You gotta try the way, the way I, I see it. And I was talking to my buddy RJ uh, the other day, and it's like, you know, and I was on my way out of a OK Cupid date. Uh, with this girl. And the way I see it is even if it's not going to work out necessarily, you have to keep doing it. It's like when you're on welfare and you're required by law uh, to keep going to job interviews, even though you're like, ah, it's not going to work out, you know? And that's how I feel about these dates. It's like, if I'm just going to maintain singlehood, at least I got to try. At least I got to try. Just make the effort Go have a cup of coffee, uh, whatever. You know, do, do just have a, have a hour long conversation with somebody, which I love doing anyway, uh, as you know. So you know, at least I got to try to do that. You know, every week or a couple of times a week or whatever. Uh, and you know, it doesn't have to be some long drawn out thing. You just you meet somebody 
and you know pretty quickly if it really clicks. And I'm expecting at some point I will be bowled over, right? I'm going to go on one of these dates. I don't know if it's going to be something from OkCupid, but I meet people in real life too, you know, at at, uh, the grocery store or wherever else people meet people. And I don't mean people at a job like a lot of you do uh, because, uh, um, you know, it's pretty much a lone lone, uh, endeavor or or with a couple of my friends. But uh, I meet people out in the world at a bar, whatever. I'm not shy anymore. I used to be. I'm still terrified, but I, I at least will talk to someone, even if there's a background radiation of terror uh, running through every cell and fiber of my being. I can live with that. I can deal with it. But you got to try. So you can date me. All you have to do is contact my pimp, Jerry Rubenstein at agingmalehose.com. Okay, let's get out of here. Let's skedaddle, skadoodle. I got to go over my bros and do some mixing today. You know what I'm about to say. Keep wandering. <laughs> I'm like, oh, thanks, buddy. (laughs) Or something like that. Hello? Hello, Nicole? Uh, Yeah. How's it going? This is Yoni. Oh, hi. Hi. Did you want to talk for the podcast? Um, I could. You don't have to. I'm not. I. I. I you sent me your number today, and that, and I'm I, calling you because of that. But if you if you don't want to, you don't have to. Um. Did you have a lot of people? Uh. Yeah. I've called about thirty five people, something like that. It's crazy. Oh yeah. That's cool. 